0: Welcome to Tree Talking Time, where we talk all things tree dogs. From the smallest feists to the largest hounds. Drink squirrels to bears and everything in between. And from time to time, we might even run a little fast game. Start with like a
1: memorable hunt. I suppose it'd be time I bought damn it out in Ohio. At, uh, Trader's Day at Canfield. Mm-hmm. It's always the second... Weekend after Labor Day, weekend after Labor Day. Okay, was out there and brought her home, and uh, that's kind of where it all started. I run Walkers till then.
0: Mm -hmm. How old were you then?
1: Me? Yeah, I don't even know how many years ago that's been.
2: Were you like forties? I
1: was in my forties.
2: Okay,
1: yeah, twelve hundred would have been five when I brought her home, my boy. Mm And he took a liking to her and she wouldn't listen around the house, listen to the wife good and Hunter good, but not me. And So it took about a year to get used to
3: it. Well, uh, didn't, how did you, you bought that dog? You, you were negotiated.
4: Me and Dixon
3: that. was out there and walked by an Amishman he had
1: this dog. It looked like she was going to die all wormy a little brindle dog. I went by and I said, we well, offer you know, that. He said 50 bucks. I said, yeah, I won't make it to, I'll make it to Pennsylvania. So we walked around a while and come back and we was leaving. I had three dog leads over my chest, and, you know, just, I said, well, what do you want for her now? He said, just split her in half. I said, you split her in half again, I'll buy her. So I bought her for $12 and 50 cents.
0: <laughs> Got an I, odd price. That's for sure. And brought her home
1: and she died here. <clears throat> she was 16. Wow. Long she life. made it till 16. And that was the start. And I bred her the first time for collar because she's a little brindle dog. And I mm-hmm. bred her to a guy by the name of uh, Kenny Martin in Dunbar,
2: Pennsylvania. And the dog was named Rambo. And we bred her to him three times.
1: Got three liters of pups out of her. And... And that's how it all started, and it went all downhill from there. <laughs>
0: well, before we get too far into it, why don't you introduce yourself?
1: My name is John Howman, I live in Dayton, Pennsylvania. We used to run under the Camp Run kennel name. And you were pretty successful.
0: Well, we did all right. <laughs> I remember getting full cry and seeing you in there quite a bit.
1: Yeah, we... I had never bought any started dogs. I started all my own dogs, sold... St- uh, Give away a few good started dogs, but everything was trained right here and yeah. raised here. Now, one that I run on the circuit was a dog by the name of Chloe. She come out of Ronnie Rakestraw's stuff out of Jackson, Mississippi, out of Briar Mountain, Bud. Okay, she was a uh, busher. She it? was busher bred, mm-hmm. and then we bought another old timer partnered with me a lot by the name of Lenny Runday, and uh, they had a female after i got chloe going it was like what two years later i got bell yeah they wanted and i didn't want her i mean I, I had too many dogs here and lenny said get her so we brought bell home so i had two out of that cross
4: mm-hmm. and uh
2: they both did real well
3: good deal and i'm here because of my other guest <laughs> why don't you introduce yourself i'm Dominic close uh from worthington pennsylvania and. I was probably 13 or 14 when I first met John and wasn't even in the squirrel dogs or Mm -hmm. anything. I was actually at the time, uh, John's wife was my phys ed teacher at school and wanted a puppy and got my mom to finally convinced in the let, (laughs) let me get one and came up one day. Didn't even know I was going to be able to get one. And, walked down to the kennel and John let all the puppies out and I was getting to pick the female that I liked and see this little female. John had chickens at the time down by the kennels and it was latched hold of that chicken's rear end. (laughs) And, uh, I said, I want that one. John said, are are you sure? Yeah, I want that one. I, I like that one. She has, and she's still alive today. She's, uh, and I named her Tucker. Uh, she was born in two thousand ten. May of two thousand ten is when she was born. And uh John says, All right, if that's the one you want, I'm not a he was and he was holding a puppy at the time and he pulls out his pocket knife and opens it up and I'll never forget it. And he goes, I'm cutting her left ear off so I know this is the dog you want. <laughs> and like I said, I was thirteen at the time, so I I pretty much sunk into my boots. I didn't know what to think at all. And uh, you know, and that was the first time I ever met John. And I remember that quite the impression. Yeah. Plain as day. And it was it base it was just like John said, it downhill from there for me with the squirrel dogs. Cause then I just, I took off with it. Mm-hmm. But you contacted me and, uh, you know, I get a lot of people that
0: say, Hey, you should do a podcast with so-and-so and so-and-so. And some of them are great, great, you know, suggestions. And, and there's been a few that I've, I've contacted people on and, either they've happened or they're going to. So I mean it's it's not uncommon that I contact people but I, I I've said this before. I prefer to do podcasts in person and I kind of found out where John lived and I was like, well, I'm gonna be kind of kind of going past there, so we'll <laughs> we'll make it work and we'll swing in. Yeah.
3: that's that's what I was telling John the day when I come up, I'm like I several times, not just for podcasts. I've like reached out about the squirrel dogs, the people that are You know, you see some of these people on TV that once in a blue moon, you'll see on the outdoor channel, you'll see guys hunting with some kind of a tree dog and Mm -hmm. you don't see it too often. And then there's little people that start off doing YouTube and stuff on hunting. And I reached out to them before and like wanting to just, Hey, come hunting with my dogs for a day. And like, Mm -hmm. it's really not that big of a thing around. Not too many people know about squirrel dogs. I don't know. Not at all. And uh, especially, you know, Around here and back then, like I remember when I first got my first puppy off of Tucker, uh, off of John Tucker, it was like around home everyone had and walkers, and it's like, hey, you want to go coon hunting tonight? No, I think I'm gonna get into something else. It <laughs> just because it always be like, cur dog. I'd be a shame if my tree dog if my cur dog treed a coon before your walker did, yep. and that's I wasn't out there to like. Get one up. I go because I like to watch dogs work uh-huh. and do, you know, to me, training a dog to do something is the most satisfying thing out there. You, mm-hmm. you know, put time into it and, you know, and see it, the outcome of it. And then the dog is going to be as good as you want it to be. Yeah. Much time as you put into it. And I, I've said it plenty of times, you know, we'll get into later on what Tucker accomplished and whatnot, but when I first got her, I had a little XR eighty dirt bike. And I lived right there by a bunch of beef farms. I'd come home from school when she was big enough to run beside that dirt bike. And as soon as I get off the bus, I was on that dirt bike and she'd chase me back to the woods. And John had suggested, because I never had a you know pup before mm-hmm. on how to train her. And started off i built a bunch of these squirrel feeders yep put them a couple feet off the ground Fill them full of shelled corn they all look like a duck a wood duck box yeah and you go back there and you see one of them fox squirrels come flying out of that squirrel feeder and then that pup would be standing right there and it's just that's all you had to do yep and then a couple times of it she knows then that well the squirrels come out of that box and stick her nose inside that hole and then she picks her head back real quick and out comes a squirrel right at her. You know what I mean? And that's, that gets them, it gets them started and going and then just running them with other dogs. And I was fortunate enough for John to trust me with you know, some of his prize dogs yeah. to, to have the, you know, run mine with the, you know, to help train them too.
0: Nope. I got fortunate
3: <clears throat> and uh, had the
0: same opportunity. And unfortunately my first pup didn't quite work out. But yeah, it's, it's nice to have somebody that's willing to, they all
1: don't make it th- that they don't, I, I can't say it here, but they don't all make it.
0: Nope. That's for sure. I probably
1: got rid of better dogs and some people won't mm-hmm. because there was only so many hours in a day.
0: Oh yeah. No. And then
1: I would run squirrels during the day. I worked in the mines. And then, like in the in this fall, I'd coon up my squirrel dogs. Mm-hmm. I run them on both. Yeah, and majority of the time, every dog here was run at least three, four days a week.
0: Now, starting off, I'm, I'm gonna guess that you know a puppy that you bought for twelve dollars and fifty cents wasn't registered. No, wasn't. I registered
1: her. <laughs> uh, yeah, WTDA. She was registered WTDA, but uh, NKC. Trin Kerr. Oh, okay at register tree and car. Mm-hmm.
3: Now when you bought when you bought uh damn it out at Canfield um there was yeah, it was a Canfield fair you said, yeah. Canfield Traders Day. You bought that dog for your boy. Just to have. To get
1: started. Yeah, just a dog. It was yeah. a
3: dog. You never you never <laughs> even you told me I thought that you didn't even know that it was a squirrel dog.
1: No, it was <laughs> just a little brindle dog. Yeah, it was, it really was, what what it was. I,
3: He bought it for a companion dog for his bull. You know just what I mean? Just to run loose around here. Yeah. Yeah. Just somebody to chase after him.
1: And uh, she started on her own. I give her a, a dog jockey we had up here by the name of George Burdett. I seen him <sighs> down at the club one night. And I said, hey, George. They said, you're going by. I said, get that dog off my porch. I couldn't catch her. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: you'd load the hounds, She'd be the first one in the box. You good with tree? She'd be treeing with the hounds. She never put a lead on her. Start the truck. She'd be in the box. <laughs> And then finally she hooked in and like the first year that my ex-father-in-law and my boy hunted, day, I think they killed 70 with her. Nice. And he would have been about six, might've been turning seven. Then. And then, uh, the first hunt we ever went to was in West Virginia, West Virginia state hunt. We hunted with, uh, Chuck loud. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Ellen Franklin was there. But anyway, we took sixth in the squirrel hunt. We'd go to a motel room, and I said, I ain't sitting here all night. So I went back and hunted the coon hunt, and I took first with it. There you go. But then West Virginia's squirrel hunt was, state hunt was one day, and the coon hunt wasn't a state coon hunt. It was just a coon hunt. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, hell was the other guy next. Had a babe dog. He was big into dogs in Ohio. We hunted with him many a time. He, uh, but he he had the world champion. I drew her in that hunt. We, my boy and I, and I thought, oh boy. <laughs> but you learned that. Don't let the titles fool you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and at the same point, they're all dogs. You Everyone can,
1: have, can make a mistake at any dog, given time.
0: You can have a dog look like a million dollars one night, and <laughs>
1: twenty-two shell the next.
0: Exactly. Time. That one out standing out back behind my car is a prime example of that. Some nights he looks really good, but they're nights, not so much.
1: But, like I said, out of all the dogs that I've raised and hunted in the hunts and sold, there was only two that didn't come out of the kennel. Okay. I mean, I raised everything. Mm-hmm. And I went with the same male, with it, for four letters. No. I bred her once to the tank. Yeah, uh, Richard Haver out of West Virginia, Burnsville. He had a tank dog,
2: big ungodly dog. He was, uh, don't know. Can't think of what breed he was, but he was a cur dog Mm -hmm. and yeah, I had a lot of fun with him. I mean, I put a lot of, we're out a lot of boots. Yeah. It kept me out of trouble. I in shape Yeah, we. we I've couldn't. hunted in eleven states.
0: Well, let's let's kind of go through some of your accomplishments because I know we talked on the phone before and you were telling me some of it. And I told you, hang on, just save some of this because
1: I think I made between sixteen and seventeen squirrel champions or better. uh well, I won the PA state what twice in a row. Squirrel hunt and coon hunt one time. That was with Chloe.
3: Yeah, was that the time Chloe was had a belly full of pups? Yeah, st- I
1: didn't win the squirrel hunt. Yeah, she had a belly full of puppies. Steve the last Dixon
3: litter. Steve Dixon was running her that hunt.
1: Well, that was the world hunt.
3: That was the world hunt.
1: But uh she had a belly full of pups and I ran her down in West Virginia <laughs> and won no, that was PA down Laurelville, one two days later she had seven pups.
3: Jeez. But I think didn't you she you lost her in that hunt for a little bit? At the end of the hunt, I think I, that was
1: Dick's hunt. That was the world hunt. That was we a, lost her.
3: Lost her. Yeah,
1: she wasn't. <laughs> she was at the truck.
3: Because John, Steve Dixon, yeah, he. Um,
1: that's when I they first diagnosed me with my lung trouble.
3: Yeah, that's that's and we why. went to the
1: world hunt at uh, New Philly, Ohio. And John,
3: was John was sitting in the truck, and Chloe was one of them. Chloe was, in my opinion, a one of a kind. You'll. My Tucker dog, that is Chloe's mom. I mean, she's almost nowhere close. In my opinion, she's she's good, but she Mm -hmm. was nothing like Chloe. It'll be uh, if I ever see a dog like Chloe again Mm -hmm. in my lifetime, it'll I'll be surprised. That dog was. She wouldn't hunt in that coon hunt. We
1: we drew. We went to go down to the. That would be in October. Anyway, they diagnosed me with all these troubles. And I couldn't get my air and I couldn't walk. And Dixon says, Well, I'll take her down. Now, he's a big hound hunter, lives mm-hmm. down the road here. He's But Steve and I worked together.
2: And the boy took a dog by the name of Crusher. Now, he's out of damn it. And uh, we went to the World Hunt down at New Philly, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And Friday night was the beginning.
1: And then. They got you down to two casts on Saturday mm-hmm. and we got whittled down. It was uh, two cars and two hounds <coughs> for Saturday night. Well, anyway, we made the first dump. I didn't get out of the truck.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm sitting there and I seen the lights go off and down through the log edge of the cornfield. All of a sudden I felt truck bounce and she's standing on the end gate. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't hunt. Yeah. Well, they made a loop in there and no, no strikes. They didn't get no trees, so they come back. And I get out of the truck, and I said to the judge, I said, can I go with you? If I can't keep up, don't worry. So I'm not mm-hmm. scared of the dark, and I know where the truck is. We weren't out of the truck 10 minutes. She was straight. And that was mm-hmm. way, as long as I was in the woods. Yep. But if I wasn't there, she wouldn't hunt for nobody.
0: Yeah. There's dogs like that. That's for sure.
1: But she was a house dog. We, that's the only dog we ever had in the house. I got her in February. Maynard Olin brought her up from Tennessee in a snowstorm in February out of Mississippi.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> and it was cold here and we couldn't put her in the kennel.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So she come to the house and she was in the house the day she died. <laughs> and uh, She was my body. Yep. Like I said, then I had a dog by the name of Angel. She yep. was out of
2: damn it. No, she was out of Charlie and Tom Rogers' Uh, windy dog. I bred, uh, Nola, Wendy. And
1: we got a, I got a pup out of that. Okay. And I called her angel. Everything was my kid named the dogs. Yeah. There was Charlie. There was Charlie's angel. <laughs> and, uh, she started quick. She was a very, she was probably the best squirrel dog I ever had, but she had no, you couldn't handle her. Every dog I had, you could hunt without a lead mostly. You couldn't mm-hmm. with her. I mean, and she was a dog come off the truck. You want to go to the right? She went to the left. She's got a tree. Yep. And uh, I won a lot of hunts with her. I won the world with her. Is she a white dog, little blonde, little red blonde, little red dog. Okay. She ended up going to Kevin Baxter. No, Kevin?
3: Uh, the, the Baxters, on, they're down North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah.
1: They called, Ronnie Rakestraw called one day and he said that they wanted to go to the PKC World Hunt mm-hmm. and I would not hunt for money. It was gotcha. bad enough hunting for a trophy. Yep. And
2: would I lend my dog to the Baxters? Well, they called me first. Keith.
1: Keith? <laughs> Jordan Baxter. That was his name, the boy. Yeah, anyway, Jordan's,
3: yeah, Jordan's a boy. And
1: Keith was the old man, and they called and said, would you lend us your dog? And that, this is a guy I never heard of. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And I'm going, huh? Well, Ronnie Rakestraw told us to call you. Well, Ronnie and I would talk on the phone about once a week. I said, I'll get back to you. I called Ronnie. I said, what did you get me into? He said, they're good <laughs> people. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> so the wife and I drove down dropped her off and when i left her there i said i, I want her back she's not for sale mm-hmm. it was like within three weeks they wanted to the state hunt down her with her and they called and they wanted her wanted her wanted her and the price kept getting bigger and i thought well if i bring her home i'll get killed on the road <laughs> so i just sold her and she stayed and she was just a little over two i had her finish grand squirrel champion okay <clears throat> i mean she was
2: she wasn't much of a night dog mm-hmm. But every pup I come out of here, I mean, I trained 90% of them. They never got away from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one litter that was Charlie Brownie, a.k.a. Wilma. Uh, Halo. No. Halo wasn't out of that litter. Foxy. I don't know, but too many. But
1: anyway, I, I think I made four square champions out of one litter. Wow.
2: That's, that's impressive.
0: That takes a lot of work. It takes it a lot takes of work. time. It does.
1: But I live here. There's no neighbors. I'm three-quarters of a mile. the nearest neighbor. And, and I mm-hmm. had squirrel feeders out where you'd pop up over a creek bank, and mm-hmm. right there the corn was. Yeah. And But a lot of hours, a lot of, lot of boots.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good, nice place to, to start some pups, that's for sure. I left them run loose here.
1: Well, you could never leave more than two, mostly just one, because <laughs> they'd get into trouble.
0: Yeah.
1: And as soon as they'd start treeing they'd go to the kennel. When I, you know, unless somebody was here to watch for but mm-hmm. Usually when I was home and working around, whether it was yard work or whatever, it was a dog loose. Yeah. I've had a couple hitting the road. But that goes with the game. Mm-hmm.
0: Your road doesn't look like it gets a ton of traffic, though. This <laughs> time of year hunting season. Okay.
1: Yeah, we'll get a lot of traffic on the weekends and Fridays. But anymore. then after that, it's you look up and you know what time it is because with neighbors coming over and work.
3: Yeah. Yeah, anymore it seems like there's more horse and buggy traffic on it than <laughs> yeah, motor vehicles. When I first turned on that, the first farm up here, um, it looked like it was Amish.
1: There is right here. They just yeah. bought this farm here four years ago.
3: Okay. Yeah. Well, then who was uh, Halo out
2: of? Where, where did Halo... Halo was out of, uh, Angel. <laughs> An
1: Angel I bred to, to, uh, Johnny and don't, uh, I'd get his last name messed up. <laughs> Johnny W. out of Tennessee. Now he had a,
2: a male dog out of Ronnie Rakestraw That was before I got Chloe. Or at the same time. Fire Mountain. Dry Mountain Bud? No, that's his dad. That would be her granddad. Uh, he'll kill me if he listens to this.
1: <laughs> I can't think of that dog's name. But Greg Rader, now there's another one. He's from Tennessee. He was the one that got me started in the Brian Mountain stuff.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: Greg, back in the day, my boy would get me on Squirrel Dog Central. Yep. Well, at night in the wintertime, I'd get on to chat. I tied up with this Hunter TN, which this guy was Greg Rader. He just lived north of Memphis, Tennessee. And he wanted a dog. And I had that brownie dog, aka Wilma. That's where she died at. But anyway, I said I had one. And she was cheap to him. So mm-hmm. I met him at uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. And he took her. There. And ever since that, we had, I haven't seen Greg for two years, mm-hmm. but he would blow in here on a Friday night and stay over at camp. And, but I think Greg pretty well got out of it. Age gets us, you know, we're all, yep. we're not getting any younger. And he, but he was one that got me into the Briar Mountain stuff. Matter of fact, Chloe, he texted me a picture and he said, Here, I got you something. He called her Flea. <laughs>
2: little wee black dog with brown legs and uh you gotta have this dog i said i don't want it
1: <laughs> you gotta try it well then i come home and she done uh, she was before her seventh month i made her into school champion oh wow and then she got on deer and we run deer for four months <laughs> i mean she'd run every deer in the country and i never got her broke she quit <laughs> I put more electric to her than West Penn Power. (laughs) And she would not. And all of a sudden, she just quit. That's weird. She'd run them out of the yard. I mean, she'd been. Mm -hmm. Because she was never tied up. She never was kenneled. She rode the front seat of the truck to the hunts. (laughs) I mean.
3: Yeah, she was the baby of the whole camp run. (laughs) Yeah. The going of it. So what. So you said your female's out of her out of Chloe. Yeah, Tucker. Yeah, Tucker was out of Chloe. Uh, that was Chloe and Crusher.
2: Yes, Chloe
1: and Crusher. Chloe that old Crusher dog of mine.
2: <coughs> He's rode.
1: He was probably yeah. one of the best stud dogs around, but nobody wanted to breed to him because he was. I uh, just said what they were. Car damage pup, and. Everybody wanted OMC or whatever, but you got to yeah. put a little little tree h- cur. You got to put a little hound in them to make them tree. But I never bred hound in them. Okay. Whatever I had here, I just kept. I mean, we always bred the pretty decent male dogs. Uh,
3: now would that be considered were you line breeding then?
1: No, because I in the rebel. That was his name, Mountain Rebel. No, I never line breed nothing.
3: It was just different bloodlines that you had. But try, I would breed uh, the
1: same dog to her, the same male two or three times, you know, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't breed the females. The pops back to him. No.
3: Gotcha. But that crusher dog, I hunted him. That was the first, uh, you thought Chloe crusher and halo were the three winners, uh, the prize possessions mm-hmm. out of the kennel. When I first came up and mm-hmm. had met John and, uh, I, come, I got Tucker and uh, she was real young and and my grandfather drove me out to the highway that John would come down through when he got off work on Friday and dropped me and Tucker off to John and we come up here and I stayed at his place for the weekend. And that night, I remember it clear. we were over at the sportsman's club hunting and we were getting ready for some, one of the hunts that was coming up, night hunts. and. We treed I don't know how many coon that night. It was it was amazing. That was the first time I was ever out at night coon hunting with curs and raccoon hunting in general. And mm-hmm. so I was just, you know, smiles all night long because <laughs> yeah. it was just a really good night. The dogs looked amazing. And I remember walking Crusher down the road to go back to the truck. And that dog, he was built. You know, he was square, blocky head. And he about pulled me into the ditch of the road. And I remember John yelling at me, "Cut him loose! Just cut him loose!" Snapped the dog lead, and he tore her off. And I don't know, within forty, fifty yards, was just hammering on a tree. And but that dog, a coon, must have crossed the road right there when we were up <laughs> in the other side of the woods hunting. <coughs> he caught wind of when we come down the road, and like I said, he about pulled me clear to the tree. I was, yeah, that that dog there was one of a kind because. We had the Garmins. It would have been the Astro. Two twenties. What was it? The Astro 220s. Yep. That's what they were. Yeah. First ones that come out. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And uh, I remember, and John can speak for this too, you could sit there at night or squirrel hunting, and you could look at that Garmin.
1: I could tree him before he barked.
3: Yep. You could. He would throw a. Looked uh, like
1: a three-leaf clover. Yep. When he checked. Okay. Never say a word.
3: He wouldn't it wouldn't bark when he checked or nothing. You could just see it on the Garmin. You'd see one loop out, <laughs> next one. And then when he was coming around the third one and he'd start coming back up in where he first started making the loops off, out from the tree. Mm-hmm. You could pretty much say tree crusher and then <laughs> you'd hear him.
1: Well you run Crusher in the first youth thought.
3: Yeah, down in West Virginia.
1: Yeah, but that wasn't at Buckhannon. Yeah
3: Wesson? I think yeah, yeah. Cause I'll never forget it. Was that you it, beat
1: you beat Hunter out that day?
3: Yeah, I beat Hunter <laughs> out that day, and it was uh, it was my first WTDA competition hunt I'd ever been to. And um, remember, we got our. I'm um, learning all of it as we're going, and you know, we get our cast, draw dogs out, and uh, this like, I don't know what this lady's name was, but she was guiding us, me and this other young kid. And uh, he goes, this young kid goes, he gets his dog, and I looked at John, and I'm like, is this kid really bringing a Jack Russell out of the back of the truck? And John, I remember John said, you can bring a golden retriever to the WTDA hunts. You know, you can register whatever you want as a tree dog. Yep. And uh, we, I had pressure, and we ran against a Jack Russell that day, and we looked at a, a good bit of squirrels. I can't remember what we ended up coming out of the woods with on points-wise, but i i placed you were cast winner yeah i was cast winner of that one um sixth fifth i, I think fifth or sixth place i ended up getting that because hunter
1: was back he didn't win his cast
3: yeah because he'd
1: fought in the way home in the back seat of the truck <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean they were like 14th you know yeah <clears throat> yeah they used to
3: and that's the first time as well that i remember seeing a, a feist dog yeah And I never, up until then, I didn't know what, what even, what it was. And I said to John, I said, what's that dog over there? It looks like a red fox. (laughs) That's, I call them a fox dog. They look like a fox to me. Just a couple of them down there had these big bushy tails and fleek. Okay. And uh, I was always intrigued by them too. And I always still say that uh, my boys just turned two years old. And once uh, he gets four or five years old, I, I think I'm gonna get one of them feist dogs. I just always was intrigued by them. You just, mm-hmm. I never got owned one. I, I want to own one someday here, and I think that'd be. There you go. Try to get my boy into. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. Get
2: him one of them. So we were going over some publications and and other notable things that you've been involved in, and
0: you showed me a few things. So why don't you tell everyone that's listening.
1: You mean hunts that we've won, or
0: well, no, like you, you this outdoor life here. I've and...
1: we've been in the outdoor life. Uh, American Hunter, ESPN started it out in Parsons, Tennessee. We went out there for the second cancer hunt, and they interviewed my boy. Well, Greg Rader was the one of, in Sheetsy Gary Sheets. He was from Newcastle. We were good friends, and. Uh, Matter of fact, when Gary went out, I sent two dogs with him because I couldn't go to hunt. I had to go. I was working. So, he was out there a the week, I don't know, four or five days before. So, he was running yeah. my dogs and his, too. Okay. And this is how that started. And and ESPN did the article. And then Outdoor Life picked it up, and they wanted to come and do a, a deal here at the house, but I just pulled a litter of pups off of her, mm-hmm. and she was... A mess, you know, bag hanging down, skinny, you know how they get. And I refused them. So they just kind of took a picture that we sent to them. And uh, Outdoor Life, American Hunter, Sports Field, and ESPN did it. And Cabela's back when, I don't know,
2: Hunter was 12. Well, when he won the World Reserve World Hunt, the Adult World Hunt. They were going to sponsor them. Mm -hmm. They give them $2,000 worth of clothes up front. Awesome.
1: And the only thing was is any picture that was taken better Mm -hmm. be a Cabela's logo in the picture.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's when I took all the dogs and put them in his name. Okay. I was back (laughs) handler,
2: And that worked for
1: one year not even that he wouldn't get out of bed and go hunting one day he said he quit so i made him send everything back <laughs> that was the end of his i went to the new year's open in ohio that day with a charlie dog and won it and brought home and started the trophy in bed with him he was still in bed when i got home
0: cold trophy in the middle of winter so did you hunt mostly wtda hunts
1: uh that's all we had up here. Now, mm-hmm. NKC, when I first started, NKC was down in around Laurelville, and then they faded them out. And we tried to get some back. I hunted, uh majority of them was WTDA, but I, mm-hmm. they were all registered NKC. Okay. And Chloe, I run her in the Tennessee OMC hunt, original mountain curve. She was mm-hmm. original mountain curve. Yeah. Titled.
2: Ah. Uh, that was in. oh Clarksville, Tennessee.
1: She was a bench champion in OMC, but I never finished her squirrel hunts because they were all—all all them was too far away. Yeah. In uh, just with the squirrel dog career, I had a '99 Chevy pickup in my park that had 237,000 on Jeez. But I would come home on a Friday night from work and be in Michigan Saturday morning for the state hunt, <laughs> and turn around and be home Saturday night for supper. It's a lot of driving <laughs> but but we, we enjoyed it i mean yeah. we weren't into it for the money i was no puppy meal i mean mm-hmm. and what dogs i did sell was the younger people i had a dog we called doc murdoch <laughs> uh, now he was his dad was charlie
4: yeah
1: i bred a guy denny weaver had her and they wanted to breed to charlie and what i want i said i want the ugliest pup <laughs> And he said, what do you mean? I said, them ugly ones are easy to shoot. That was my opinion in life, you know. So he called, and the third pup was born. He said, I got your pup. And that dog was ugly. Called him Doc. I called him Docadoo. Hell of a coon dog. And a little boy up the road, well, he's man now. He had some problems in life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was not family problems. It was the way he was born. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't talk real good. So I ended up. Eric got him. They kept him the day he died. He was one of the ugliest dogs you ever seen. What did he look like? Was kind of a blonde and white, half blonde face, half white face. <laughs> I mean, he was ugly.
3: Didn't have a halo tail, did he? No. Remember that tail that Halo had, that half crooked broken tail? <laughs> <laughs> seen a few like that.
2: Them's the ones that ain't docked. You ever notice? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah because the
3: Tucker dog that I was telling you about that I had of Chloe I had I don't know how old she would have been at the time it was know, she was probably 4 5 years old and I wanted to breed her and we were up here at John's with Nate Tyree and a couple other guys were up here I don't know if it was for the last day of squirrel season hunt or not but he had, Nate, at the time, owned Tyree's Amazing Hooch, mm-hmm. and I bred him to my Tucker dog. Yeah. And I just graduated high school, and I started, I was working out in Gettysburg. Um, I got into the oil filler, got into the pipeline and stuff like that, and I come home, and I remember getting out of the truck, first not being home for three months and Tucker is wide as a semi. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my goodness. She's like about ready to pop. And it was the, never forget it. It was the last day of archery season and I didn't get to hunt at all. Bow hunt. Cause I was out of town working and I went bow hunting in the morning. <laughs> I shot a buck and I get back home, take my hunting clothes off to go take care of this buck. And I just hear this walking squealing and noises all <laughs> oh. through the basement of the house. I live my obviously live with my parents still. And Tucker had started having her puppies. Anybody that's ever had a litter of pups knows of, you know, afterbirth and that whole mess <laughs> that comes out with it. Well yeah, yeah, that was through the downstairs carpet, my bedroom. Oh lovely. I've I'm looking for puppies. There's puppies under my bed in my <laughs> bedroom and <laughs> and uh, so i finally get all these puppies gathered up and i'm wiping them all down call my mom she comes home from work you know hat- no, you
1: called me first
3: <laughs> yeah i did i called you well, i was like there
1: 13 of them
3: no not at that time there was only like six and i'm like oh you know she yeah. had six pups That's, you know we're <laughs> manageable good. yeah we're good yeah so i get them all cleaned up mom comes home wiping them all down tucker's In the whelping box, you know, where she originally should have been, you know, around. So she had her pups there. And uh, I left. I went to go, I think, finish taking care of my deer. And I get back home a little bit later, and I remember looking at my mom dead in the eyes. I said, what happened? And mom goes, after you left, she started having more. (laughs) And she ended up having 14 puppies. Wow. She raised them all? Yeah, we bottle fed, helped her out. You know, we yeah. bottle fed some of them. And uh, I kept a male out of that uh, breeding in, named Tig. And all of them, some, half of them, I'd say, went to hunting homes. But yeah. when at 14 dogs, puppies, oh, yeah. um, I think the neighbor up the road got one. <laughs> uh, my aunt got two. Then she, she hunts them uh, all and copper. And, but, uh, that litter, the ones that went to homes that were hunted, and even the ones that weren't going to homes that hunted, the, the, to me they're the best dog, house dog, the companion dog mm-hmm. ever. Just uh, the one guy got one. He lives on a dairy farm. It runs free, and he's so he called uh, like a year ago wanting another one because it runs, roams around, kills coons, possums, groundhogs, and yep. you know they're just they're all around. I think they're a great dog. Definitely. And uh, I remember it was a couple months after the, all them pups was gone, but I didn't know it at the time. But my dad was, when someone caught, came to get a pup, he was giving them papers for w, to register them, yeah. WTDA. Well, all these people filled them out, you know, when they got home and stuff, sent them in WTDA and registered their dog, you know. Yeah. They were a they were house dog. They weren't going to hunt them. Well, then I get this package in the mail one day, and it's a plaque, and it says Breeder of the Year for 2014 WTDA. You know how many people were a little bit um, mad about that? You know, I had one litter one time in my life with curs, and I got Breeder of the Year yeah. because cause everyone read, I didn't know it, and everyone yeah. registered their dog. And, you know, you got big-name guys out there that are yeah. having litters of pups, and, you know, they didn't, they didn't get it and whatnot. And I, now, I think it's funny, but back then, I'm like, oh, I just put a big target on my back. <laughs> but, no, we, we've we had a lot of fun out there with the squirrel dogs. Mm-hmm. And I think the – what's the bigger dogs, John, that you think you've ran against, you know, in the hunts, back when we would go to the hunts a bunch? You know, the dogs, it's like, you know, so-and-so will be there. You know, that'll be the some competition. We had the, Ronnie, Ronnie <coughs> McClain. Ron Smith. Was a
1: tap dog no, over on him claim, Was a trap dog.
3: Yeah. Oh, back in. The yeah. Day. Back in. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. Back in when I'm asking. Uh,
1: I run with Alan Franklin, Chuck Loudon.
2: I was a little guy that come off the street. <laughs> and, uh, but I didn't, I don't know. I didn't blow him a horn
1: or nothing. We'd just go to a hunt just to do it. Yeah. And the first time I went to the cancer hunt, I run the Charlie dog out there, pulled in there and, I was in February, it was like a foot of ice and snow in the front in front of my dog walks in the truck. It's sitting out in the parking lot and it's melting. And we're running around T-shirts and they're all bundled up. It's forty degrees. Guy come in, he said, "You from Pennsylvania?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "There's something running out of your truck." I said, "Yeah, it's water." Well, them kids found it. it was making snowballs because they weren't used to winter. Yeah, we pulled in there and and. uh Guy said to me, he said, you must have a pretty good dog drive this far. I said, he's the best one I own. I mean, and that's the way it was. And we got to the woods, pulled him out, and I said, you know, this dog hasn't seen leaves since since November. I said, he's been running snow. That was the first one. I made two trips to the cancer, and I think they quit that. I think like three years, and then they shut it down. It was in Parsons. They had a good turnout. Mm -hmm. And my ex-wife was a breast care. She was into the Susan B. Coleman breast yeah. thing. So, Laurelville and her tied together, and we started to have a cancer hunt down there. Okay. And we would pull 30, 35 dogs.
3: Mm. That raised a lot of and money. And that
1: hunt would make between four and 5000 one day. Wow. But we got a lot of donations, like Amish country, and <clears throat> people bring stuff, and yeah. we had an auction. <clears throat> and,
2: uh, awesome. and they... Uh, Laurelville, Bruce Knop snyder and mm-hmm. uh, George Bossett, Jimmy
1: Queer. They run the kitchen, and they give all the money to her. They kept the money from the night hunt, the yeah. kitchen money, you know, the last hunt. Mm-hmm. But it, it turned out good. We had it there
2: for six years, seven years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a good turnout. And then...
1: In this area, we have no black squirrels. Yeah. So I went north hunt black squirrels.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Emporium, you've okay. heard of that. I started hunting up there, and I got tired up with a guy from the fire company, and that was just when they started bringing the huge squirrel season in the Saturday before. Okay. Well, the last trip up, we had 16 kids hunting. I had Jeez. every dog of tree a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that was kind of exciting. Every year we go up for the, and I've been back up that way for.
3: Was that the guy that you and I went up there that time? And his wife was, that made us at dinner? The Indian woman. Yeah.
1: No, no that was, no. That was a Brockway.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So how long did you have the John Howman annual score hunt?
1: Up there, they had it four years. Okay. Last year the fire company had them hats made out. So we all had an orange hat.
0: There you go. For all the listeners, he just showed me a hat with <laughs> with it. Had a squirrel hunt named after him. That's that's something.
3: Yeah, and then every every year, I don't know how many years we did it, but um kinda like Over how camp. Jukebox uh jukebox does the meat hunt. Yeah. Um we do the last day of squirrel season thing. It mm-hmm. was just our Everybody
1: Big. get together, and the longest tail, <coughs> longest gray and longest <laughs> fox. And it started on Thursday. Now, I've got a next piece of property over. I've got a 14-70 by trailer. Okay. And that's my camp, and they'd all congregate in there. Mm-hmm. I think the best we had was, what, 36 guys? Yeah. His dad would come up and cook chicken wings, and I mean, it was just a,
3: It was a good time. And you
1: hunted whoever, and whenever <laughs> night you wanted to go night hunting, and.
3: Yeah, because the boys would come up from West Virginia, and down there, they didn't, you know, have a lot of coon. Yeah. And so they didn't shoot a lot. So when they would come yeah. up here for the last day of squirrel season, I'm like, all right, we'd take a night, and we'd go down to my house, and they would just be in awe because we would just kill coon all night. You <laughs> yeah. Know? I'm like, it, we don't have to let that one sit. Like, yeah. trust me, like, we got more than you can think of. Yep. And it was it was a good time. I don't know how many squirrels we had that one year. I, the dog box. Twenty-seven. Was, yeah, I was going to say, the dog box picture it was, was heaped up pretty good.
1: Because they put them on top of my dog box and put Chloe in front of it, took a picture. <laughs> yeah, that was good times.
3: John, why don't you tell us about, um, you don't have to say, say the name of the location, but where a lot of good squirrel dogs of yours were ran and, a lot of squirrels have, were killed Oh, yeah! I, when you started going out PA,
1: there. In PA, our archery seasons in that back then, our squirrel season didn't come into like second week of October. Yep. Well, I live in farming country, and there's no public hunting. And I know all the farmers around, but their mm. grandkids and their sons, they all bow hunt. Yep. Well, that kind of interfered with me running around with dogs and the ruts on and... I didn't want to cause a lot of problems, so I went into Ohio, and that was before season the next year, and I found a place out there, 9,000 acres. There you go. It turned out my cousin (laughs) lived right beside it. Well, yeah, we'd be cousin. So, I took my camper out, and I hunted that seven years, Yeah. and I would stay out there and hunt. I'd leave here Friday, come back Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Cause you could hunt Sundays Yep. and I was out there six years, I think, but I would stay out there at our second season here and I'd run squirrels here. Yeah. But I didn't. And mostly we killed right around 300 a year. It's impressive. <laughs> I get tired
3: of eating them. <laughs> and out there where he, he found those nine, nine thousand acres, there was, never a single gray squirrel oh, you're I really fox was fox. and oh. I, I i made a trip out with him first, the
1: first to- time out Dawn went with me and he was still in yeah. school yeah and he didn't have his social security number to get his license <laughs> so we got there He had to call his mom at school when she was teaching <laughs> so i said well we'll just go up the road and hunt i said until she calls yeah well, out there, I'd always run young dogs, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't kill everyone, but I'd thin them out because they're so lousy. No, I was the only one hunting them out in that area, mostly. <laughs> so I shot
3: my limit there, and he was mad. He kept saying, you ain't going to leave
1: nothing for me. But we, he got his <laughs> limit that day.
3: Yeah, I ended up getting my license, and I it was up until a couple years ago, I think it was, when PA changed it. But out there, you could use a twenty two semi yeah. to a squirrel hunt with. Yep. And I actually, uh, what was?
1: Danny Hamilton.
3: Danny Hamilton had this um, Browning Buckmark Semi 22. And I I actually bought one. I ordered one uh, probably five years ago because a gun always stuck with me. I always liked it. And I remember just running the clip empty (laughs) out there because it was just to me, I was like, wow, this is awesome. You can hunt with a 22 Semi out in the high Like, this is cool. And uh, we killed a pile, we killed 27 fox squirrels in a day and a half that time out there. And it was, you could hunt all day and and kill that and kill a pile of squirrels. And then as soon as it got dark, you could go out in the same woods and kill even as many or more coon out there. And you never even were tired either because it was awesome. It was flat as a pancake. Oak trees. Get lost. Yeah. Yeah, because it's so (laughs) flat.
1: You don't realize how far you walk. I I got used to it after a while. The first couple times out there, I got tangled up so bad. Yep. If it wasn't for the garment, you know, I'd have been in bad shape.
3: Yeah, several times. I remember, John, you marked the truck. (laughs) (laughs) You got to. Yeah. There's
0: no landmarks.
3: No.
1: But, I mean, it's something that there probably ain't a lot of dogs out there with my names on the papers because I didn't make a lot. Yeah. You know, I didn't dump mm. 200 puppies on the ground. Yeah, but I didn't do it for that.
0: Yeah, you weren't a, you weren't breeding to be a breeder. You no.
1: Were. Everybody has a hobby, mm. you know, and that was my hobby. And I don't know, it's, I miss it, but I can't. I can't do it now. Yeah, I yep. just told Dawn the other day that we're going to make a trip to Ohio. I'll it out with him <clears> to that one woods that my favorite woods. Yeah, uh, and. Because I've I've made a lot of puppies in that woods.
4: Yeah. Yeah, you have.
1: A lot of pups. But even the guys from Tennessee would meet us up there. I mean, they'd come up for three days. We'd rent a cabin, and mm -hmm. I pulled my camper in beside the cabin up there. I'll be one big family, and it was a camaraderie. I don't know how you want to put it. I mean, it's... You know, it was always somebody was on the phone. Where are you hunting at tomorrow? Yep. Somebody hunting with you tomorrow. Then mm-hmm. I had Leonard Blundy, bless his soul. He's, he had a heart attack and died on us. And he was a character. He was always in Ohio with us. But mm-hmm. one didn't think of Lenny did.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah Lenny he-
1: had a dog he got off of uh, Clark's. Okay. You ever hear of them? Yeah. Out of Ms- Missouri. Missouri. And that's how... I come home one night and she said that this guy in Pittsburgh called me. She said, he was asking all kinds of questions. Well, I called him. He started and I'm kind of to myself and he wanted to meet with me. So I wouldn't bring him to the house. And, uh, he had a dog. He named called him, Sam. And he didn't know how to train him. And I told him, I said, when you're on your second pair of boots, you got him. about licked. Yep. And, uh,
2: and we went from Sam to Bell. Yep, Bell. I had a puppy out of Bell, Anna. I had her.
3: She, I think she just treated her first coon all by herself, and it wasn't like three weeks later she's hit on the road. Mm, it's a shame, but like I, I still have my two original camp run dogs, Tucker. She's twelve years old right now.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And still, uh, a
3: couple weeks ago on a Sunday, just I took her and Tig out and got them loose, and she treed right along, right beside Tig. There you and go. You, she don't have no stop. If you and Chloe was the same way, if you Chloe could be laying on the couch and Chloe go get a squirrel, <laughs> Tucker's <Talk> <laughs> the door. You couldn't go. open that door fast enough, and or go get the kitty. They'd terrorize the heck out of the house cat. <laughs> But <laughs> well, Dom said
1: before you came about saying about my kennel setup, which it, he envied it. I've got seven kennel down on my barn, cement okay. floor, mm-hmm. but I've gravity flow water. Okay. So I never watered my dogs. Yeah. I had a four-inch pipe with holes cut in.
3: Yep. All just winter long, the water just kept running flows. through. Yeah, natural spring water. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Flowed <laughs> right down through it. I, most ideal setup. Yep. No
1: chipping ice in the winter and nothing. Just turn <laughs> the water
3: up a little faster. There you go.
1: It was a fun life. It was a fun mm-hmm. run. But now I think WTDA, I didn't even well I don't know, I don't get full cry anymore.
0: Well you should because you're gonna be in it.
2: And, <laughs> once uh, again. I helped Lil moats out in this part of the country. I was a, I don't know what you want to call it. Master Hounds. Well I got Butler Club hooked up. Uh, <laughs> Cherry, Run, Hawthorne, we joined Butler. Butler had some
1: <clears throat> member problems, so Dix and I went out there and joined. And uh, we had one world hunt, I think, of Butler. Yeah. Yeah, you got some, yeah. so yeah, we had one, one world, world hunt, hunt of Butler for WTDA. Mm-hmm. I joined out there, I was the only one with cars. Yeah. So they had their buddy hunts in the... Mm-hmm one Saturday or two, every other Saturday or however it went. So they were having a meeting and I, they said about me, I said, well, if you take one thing out of the rules, I'll hunt, cause they run UKC rules. Yeah. You got to strike or your dog got to strike. Yeah. I said, My dog don't strike.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I said, you take that one roll out and I'll hunt. Yeah. <laughs> I turned out I number two of the year at Butler.
2: There you go. With the hounds. I mean, she was good. I mean, she she was a better coon dog than she was a squirrel dog. She
3: She only squirrel hunted.
1: Because I wanted to.
3: Because John wanted to squirrel hunt. Gotcha.
1: I mean, that dog would give it 100%. That little dog, a halo. I sent her to Ryan Clancy when I got sick because I couldn't hunt her. Mm-hmm. And she was a. Uh, she was up on the top of the list. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, they was. all, they all had their good niches and yeah. their boneheadedness, you know, <laughs> but halo, she was a little blonde dog, mm-hmm. good carrying voice. That's one thing about her. You could hear her for two miles. Yeah. Wow.
3: And she would, uh, she would open up sometimes on the ground. Like when she would get her hot. Yeah. If they were hot, mm-hmm. she would, she would open up
1: a little bit, but she would get in these little hall here. And, a lot of guys wouldn't hear
2: their dog. Mm-hmm. You could, she'd come right out. And you'd hear her.
0: It's impressive. Most
3: curmaws are not that great.
2: Most of mine,
1: Crusher had an iron mouth though.
3: Oh yeah, he had that chop, and like you knew when to tree him in a hunt because he just had that three in a row chop mm-hmm. right away. And once you heard that, you he wasn't gonna leave. If you didn't hear that, don't tree him.
1: That was like that halo dog. She had a double chop, but you might be able to tree her on the second bark, or you might never tree her. You'd be in a hunt and she'd lay into it, and everybody said, I ain't good tree dog." I said, "No, she's not tree. <laughs> she wait moving." I said, "Yeah, but she's not tree." Then she'd throw that double chop. I said, Just tree her because <laughs> she didn't throw that." You, yeah, you didn't know whether she was gonna stay put.
2: Now Angel was a one bark tree dog. Okay. She was a dog that
1: but she was mostly seven, eight hundred yards from you. Yeah. Gotcha. She was too deep for me. <laughs> I liked them 500 yards at most. Yeah. But Angel would, if there was a squirrel, she'd find it. I think one hunt <laughs> I've ever been in and I never treated a squirrel with, and that was at yellow high, high 10 degrees and the wind was blowing sideways. Jeez. And I did get her trade, but I took a minus, but I was on the paper. I was the only dog. She would in bark once, and I traded her <laughs> to the end of the hunt. And
2: I said, I'll take a chance. Yep. And whether she run into something, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a dying
1: sport, at least this area.
2: Oh, yeah. This area is definitely not a hot spot. I've had different
1: boys call me and wanting dogs and pups, and they still, you know, I don't know how they come up with my name and. Somebody told me that you might know. I would, I lost Chloe two years ago. Okay. And took up walleye fishing and I don't need a dog. Because <laughs> now I can go with the boat. Whenever I get home, I get
2: home.
3: Yep. Yeah, and that's pretty much anymore. <sighs> I I like I said, I still have my two camp run mm-hmm. bloodline dogs and I don't know what, what it was with me with them but I got to a point where just (laughs) hunting all the time and like when you went to ohio you kind of got spoiled because there was mostly always going to be a squirrel at the top of the tree oh yeah and like hunting at home i think the best day i ever had was a three-man limit in one Mm -hmm. day and other than that i i just kind of think i got burned out a little bit of it yeah from walking the trees with a whole nest they
1: won't set the grays won't set them fox squirrels will set like an old cat they'll be sitting there in a limb
3: yep and i think that's what kind of uh i lost a little bit interest in it like i said i still i still take mine out once in a while but yeah within the last couple years i'd gotten in the beagles and uh i now i own two beagles of my own and my cousin tyler crispin he's a big dog guy he has um a good bit of coyote hounds Mm -hmm. and uh beagles as well and so him and I now kind of mix some stuff around. I have a couple of go. his and uh, run some beagles and I chase some rabbits. And there you go. I still some I'm still want to, uh, but try to. I want to kill a black squirrel with my <laughs> dogs, and that's yeah. And John John's got it. He he got his, and I yep. I still want to get that someday. And I see down. I don't know <laughs> if it's down south, but them fox squirrels that have that. Color Alabama, area.
1: yep. They're piebald. Yeah, I killed two of them when I was down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah. They have the different colored ears and their faces a little yep. bit piebald up. I'd I'd like to yeah. like to get one of them with a with my dogs, but like I said, I'm and John John what is too anything that a dog will hunt, just like going just because yep. of the you know watching the dogs do their job exactly.
1: If I had to, I'd get a dog to treat birds. If I had to, spares <laughs> in the day. You say about them pie balls, I brought two out of Alabama I was getting them mounted. Mm-hmm.
2: The guy left his wife, and she threw them out, and he spoiled
4: oh.
2: <laughs> uh, Yeah, we've had some
1: pretty good times running dogs.
3: Sounds now, like it. Uh, 2020 Hummer? Oh, yeah. It seemed like I always got drawn out with that dog a bunch when we were doing the squirrel, mm-hmm. WTDA squirrel hunts. Yeah, that, that was a good, that was a good dog. <clears throat> that was a really good dog. Yeah, I, Tucker and him battled it out a good bit at the hunts. It was either, you know, it was always a close one every time. And uh, I hunted, I drew out uh, Ron Smith mm-hmm. uh, a decent bit. He would come over to the WTDA, WTDA hunts. Yeah. um, It was a lot of good with guys. With iPod.
1: A lot yeah. of good guys in the squirrel hunts back, you know. I mean, a lot of friends. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was... We went to uh, West Virginia, had one at uh, Potomac University. (coughs) They had a cancer hunt. They called here and tried. So I helped. Half got it lined up for them. I think it only lasted two years. But we went down to there, and them people never seen a squirrel hunt. (laughs) I think we had 15 spectators in our cast.
0: Sounds about like the last squirrel hunt I just went to.
1: You know, I mean, everybody was interested. It was a good I think I only run that two
2: years. Boy, and I went down dead because I was running Chloe and he was running Halo.
1: And I was out my cast and I kept telling him, I said, I got a coon dog. Yeah. I mean, well, I had my money on the boy. I figured that halo dog would do all right down there. We come in and here I beat him. I won the hunt. (laughs) He went out backwards. I think just clowning around. Yeah. It was, I kept my boy out of a lot of trouble in the woods. Definitely.
2: I mean, he, <coughs> and he would hunt by himself here when he come home from school. He'd take a dog out. Yeah. Uh,
1: but I had everything set up. I had 14 theaters in here between here and across the road. But that's what it took to make dogs.
2: Oh, yeah. Definitely.
1: When you're in the woods with, you draw a cast and you'd tell you ain't hunting your dogs on a hot day. Yep. 20 minutes there, poof hunting, you know, they're done. They're yep. walking beside you panting and your dog's gone.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: That's about all I got. Yeah, that sounds that's good. good. That's about it.
0: I really appreciate you guys taking the time today to do this with me.
3: Well, yeah. thank you. I mean, yeah, thanks for getting back to me. And, <laughs> you know, I'd, like I said before there, I'd kind of a something I never thought would, you know, come <laughs> through. I was, you know, I was really, really happy you messaged me back and I just wanted to get John's story on the squirrel dog definitely so you can
0: find me on facebook and instagram at tree talking media and until next time keep them talking in the timber